Thank you for joining us with Start With Seven. We start every weekday with seven minutes alone with God. We hope you'll find a place in a time where you can be alone and still and focused. If you're able, we hope you have a Bible in your hand. And we want to spend a few minutes fixing our thoughts on the greatness of God. So the next seven minutes, we'll have some guided time through a verse of Scripture, some prayer time, and then some opportunities to follow up with next steps in your devotional pursuit of the Lord. So let's begin. Start with seven today. We meditate on the scriptures we consider slowly, what God was saying then and what he's saying to us now. And we pray these things back into our life, back to the Lord. We are walking verse by verse through the Psalms, continuing today in Psalm chapter 10, verse 14. If you have a Bible in hand, that's ideal. If not, I'll read it for you. The writer of the psalm is struggling, struggling personally with people who are against him, and he's struggling just philosophically. He's wrestling with these ideas, even theologically. Why do bad people who are doing bad things, why do they seem to flourish? Why is God allowing them to continue in their wickedness? He's wrestling with these things. He's asking these questions. He's getting to the mind of people who are wicked. But he says in verse 14, But you, O God, you do see trouble and grief. You consider it to take it in hand. The victim commits himself to you. You were the helper of the fatherless. The writer of the psalm is wrestling with, where is God when people are being hurt and abused by others? The helpless are being hurt. And he's starting to wonder, is this true that God doesn't see or care? But now he's speaking truth back to himself. And he says, you do see, you do care. The victim commits himself to you. You are the helper of the fatherless, verse 14 says. We often need to remind ourselves of what is true. We can wrestle and wonder and pursue understanding fully these things. But at the end of the day, we have to remind ourselves, God, you deeply care about people even more than I do. You deeply care about justice even more than I do. You are involved even more than I am. You are the helper. Verse, six, verse 15, break the arm of the wicked and evil man. Call him to account for his wickedness that would not be found out. Man, this is called an imprecatory prayer, like asking for God to intervene and cause and inflict damage on someone else for the damage they're doing to others. He's saying, break his arm, you know, take him out of the game, render him unable to hurt other people. I've prayed this for people at times. Maybe you have too. We have to pray it cautiously in consideration of bitterness in our heart or not understanding grace. But there are times where someone is going to continue in their wickedness and they're not going to be stopped unless God steps in. In fact, he said here, call him to account for his wickedness that wouldn't be found out. God, if you don't step in here, there may not even be other people who catch this guy. Maybe you need to pray something like that today. God, would you step in and end this evil that this person is doing? Verse 16, the Lord is king forever and ever. The nations will perish from his land. You hear, O Lord, the desire of the afflicted. You encourage them and you listen to their cry, defending the fatherless and the oppressed in order that man who is of the earth may be terrified no more. 
a reminder of the greatness of God. When we wrestle with things that we don't understand, we see things and it doesn't make sense to us, we can, of course, ask God. The psalmist here has done that several times. We, of course, wonder about people. Yes, we see evil in the world. But we end up reminding ourselves, the Lord is king. There's not another one. The Lord is king forever and ever. He's not aging. He's not wearing. He's not even learning. He's not adapting. He's not growing. He is fully complete, eternal past, present, and future. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations will perish from his land. People are very temporary. God is eternal. You do hear, O Lord, the desire of the afflicted. You encourage them. Not only is he king eternal, he is king incarnate. He's listening. He left heaven and came here. The grace of Jesus. You are involved in our everyday lives. You are working around here. God, you are the king eternal. I know that you are king incarnate. You left heaven and came here by your grace. I worship you as king eternal and king incarnate. And then those of us who follow God, who walk with him, it says in verse 17, you hear the desire of the afflicted, you encourage them, you listen to them, and you defend them. Wow, that's work we can do. We can hear the desires of the afflicted, we can encourage people, we can listen to them, and we can step in and defend them and help them. This is who we are as God's people. God, would I join your work in these ways? Let's pray these verses together. God, you are king. The world is wicked, but you are king. And you are involved in these broken situations. You are hearing and encouraging and listening and defending people. And I pray that we would join you in your great work, that you saved us, Ephesians 2.10 says, so that we would be a part of your good works in this world. Thank you for your good work in our life and being personal with us, even though you are king on the throne. We love you. We pray this all, Jesus, in your great name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for Start With Seven. My name is Jason Shepard, and I enjoy spending time with people as we're pursuing loving Jesus more, knowing his word, living our life for him. We hope that Start With Seven is a start that you will spend even more time with God throughout your day. There's a link attached here where you can find more resources for reading your Bible, growing in your faith, understanding who God is more, and sharing him with other people. We look forward to joining this journey with you together. Have a great day.